everyone! This is Cartoons to Castles. The history behind the mouse and magic. I'm Melanie. And I'm Jessica. We're best friends and Disney nerds who wanted to learn more about the history behind the Walt Disney Company's movies, shows, music, theme parks, and more, and share it all with you. So thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, everyone. We have a fun episode for you this week for Valentine's Day. But before we get into it, uh, should I read us our new review? Yes, we have a new listener review. And thank you so much. Yes, those reviews are always so appreciated to help people discover us on Apple Podcasts. Um, they really are helpful. So this one is from Juliet Erickson. I have followed Jessica on Instagram for a while now and love every post. I saw that she started a podcast and kept avoiding it because I could never find a podcast I enjoyed. I've never <laughs> learned so much Disney history than I have listening to these. I binged them all in three days. Thank you so much, ladies, for always digging deep and finding this info. I've never been so excited to hear people talk about history. I love listening to what topic you are discussing and your guests are the most amazing people. Again, thank you so much. Thank you, Juliet Erickson, for that rave yes. review. That made my day. And I love that uh, we have a built-in fan base of Jessica's fans who keep <laughs> who keep coming to the podcast and trying it out because they love Jessica. So that's awesome. <laughs> well, so. I love you, Melanie. Oh, I love you. <laughs> All right, moving on to a guest we also love. Um, our guest today runs the Disney-inspired lifestyle blog, This Fairy Tale Life, which covers everything you need to know about Disney weddings, Disney parks, food, style, and Disney cocktails. She is also a social media and blogging coach and creator and host of a podcast I very much enjoy called Influencer Education. Please welcome Mindy Marzik. Hi, ladies. Thanks for having me. Oh my Hi. gosh, we are so excited you are joining us. Me too, yeah. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, and just in time for Valentine's Day, we yes. want you to tell us about our special topic that you picked just for this episode. Right, I am going to be talking about Disney weddings, and I don't mean Disney-themed weddings, I mean Disney weddings that actually take place at the Disney theme parks and hotels. Oh my gosh, and Mindy, so I did not have a Disney wedding. Maybe someday I'll do a Disney vow renewal and I'll pick your brain all about it if I ever do that, but... <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> we'll do a deeper dive into this after Mindy shares a bit with us. But to give our listeners some context, we're going to be talking a lot about Disney's Parks and Consumers Division called Disney Fairytale Weddings and Honeymoons, which are the amazing cast members who make all this magic happen for couples. Um, Mindy, you had a Disney Fairytale wedding. Would you mind sharing a little bit about it? Which I'm excited to learn because I've been friends with you for a while, but I've actually never heard a lot of details about your <laughs> Disney wedding. Yeah, well, actually... I want to start a little bit before that um, sure. and talk about how I've always been kind of wedding obsessed. Um, yes. Even as a little girl, I would like read wedding magazines. This was before the internet, but I would read mm -hmm. wedding magazines and I'd have sleepovers with friends where we went through wedding magazines and talked about our dream weddings. And I've always pictured, you know, my wedding. So fast forward to maybe I was 18 or 19 or so. And I was at Disneyland on the monorail with a friend. 
this was probably 1998 or 99 before they built Downtown Disney and Disney California Adventure. And we were on the monorail at the Disneyland Hotel stop. And through the window, I saw a bride and groom get off of the monorail and take pictures on the little landing that was there before you enter the hotel. And I grabbed my friend's hand and I was like, you can get (laughs) married here? I had no idea. And I was so excited. So what happened after that is I asked my friend, I had a friend that I was really good friends with at the time, and we always used to go to Disneyland together. And I asked him if he would come with me to the Disney fairy tale wedding offices and pretend to be my fiance so I could find <laughs> out more information about getting married at Disneyland. Even oh, though my there was zero wedding plans, I was not <laughs> dating anybody. But I was like, I have to learn more about this. And he like rolled his eyes and was like, okay, as long as I don't have to talk. And so at the time, it was just a little office. The building isn't there anymore, but you could walk right up to the office. And there was a woman sitting inside. And I said, hi, I'm interested in learning more about weddings. And she gave me a packet of information, which I actually still have to this day. And um, I remember at the time, again, this was maybe 1998 or 1999. And I remember flipping through it and thinking like, well, I could never afford this, even though the prices now, looking back on it, were so cheap. It was like <laughs> $25 or $30 per person for dinner. And at the time I was, you know, I was oh working, gosh. I was working at the mall and I was just like, I could never afford this. Um, That's yeah. cheap now. I know, but now it's <laughs> cheap. Um, but yeah, I kept it all that time. So fast forward to 2010. I've been dating my now husband for a while and he proposed at Disneyland during the the holiday snowfall. And um, I knew right away that we just had to have a Disneyland wedding. Of course. I mean, he proposed at Disneyland. What were you going to do? <laughs> I mean, what a, I mean, what what a good guy to be like, okay, like Disney might necessarily be his thing, but he knows how much it meant to you. So Right, you're right. So there. he's yeah, he's not a big Disney guy at all, but he does know how much it means to me. And I remember like I didn't even talk to him about it, but I sent an email to the Disney weddings team after we got engaged <laughs> just to get updated information, and I found out that you could have a like a smaller wedding there that we could actually afford. And uh, I remember I needed to ask him about it, bring it up to him. And I was so nervous because if he Aww. said no, I had no idea what I was going to do. You're going to be crushed. I, mean, <laughs> I know this sounds very silly and obviously I would have married him anywhere. But, mm-hmm. you know, I was just like, I've been thinking about this for over a decade. And yeah. So I remember we went out to dinner and I brought it up and I said, you know, Disneyland has these small packages and I think this is something we could really do. And he's just like, okay. Oh, <laughs> like, no, he's like, no big deal. You know, he had some, he's just like, I want my family to be there and I want it to be a good yeah. party. But other than that, I don't care where it is. So I was like, yay. That's great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. But, so did you have a certain Disney theme to your wedding or where was it at Disneyland? Yeah, sure. So the Disneyland Hotel actually has a garden called the Rose Court Garden. Um, It's a beautiful gazebo. It's close to where Trader Sam's is. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not looking for it, you probably won't see it. It's surrounded by hedges. Um, it's very private. Kids love to run around there when there's no events <laughs> yes. happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a wide open space. So we had our ceremony there in 2012. And we had our reception at a ballroom at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel. And the fun part was we had our pre-reception hour at the Brisa Courtyard, which is that circular courtyard right when you walk in from downtown Disney and the monorail goes above it. So Mm -hmm. that was a really fun area to have our pre-reception hour. My husband and I didn't get to experience much of it because we were taking photos, but it was our guests seemed to really enjoy that the monorail ran overhead. It's that Disney magic. Yeah, especially yeah. <laughs> people, especially because like guests at a wedding, they might not necessarily all be people who go to Disneyland all the time. So a little thing like yeah. the monorail going by is a big deal when you don't go to Disneyland a lot. It's it fun. was super fun. <laughs> Did you have a specific theme? Oh, right. Uh, so no, we didn't really have a theme. Like I know a lot of people will have a theme like Cinderella or I've seen uh, Ariel, Little Mermaid is a popular theme. Cars, There's a lot of right? up weddings. Oh, yeah. yeah, a lot of cars weddings. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know if I've seen a cars wedding yet. <laughs> Although a wedding in Cars Land sounds like that. That would be, really be cool. super rad if you had like a retro inspired yeah. like, outfit. Yeah, <laughs> we we didn't particularly have a certain theme. Uh, what I wanted to do was since we were getting married in the Rose Court Garden, I just kind of kept the garden theme going into our reception. So I made um, I made all of our centerpieces using fabric flowers. I made little topiaries. And um, yeah, so we didn't really have a Disney theme per se, although yeah. we did have Mickey and Minnie join the reception. Oh, well, that's all you need. I mean, even if you have a wedding that doesn't necessarily have a a really defined theme. The fact that it's at Disneyland, I think is enough of a like a cool theme in, in itself. Right, right. And yeah. you know, my husband was being so accommodating with the location, I didn't want to push it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we did have some hidden Mickeys sprinkled throughout and yeah. things like that. So very yeah, subtle Disney that. touches. Yeah. And you were Mickey and Minnie in there. I don't know if they offer a, any outfit selections when they're wedding guests, but were they in their traditional red and white outfits. Yeah, so you can have that, but they do offer uh, some different looks specifically for weddings. Um, And since we had my colors, my colors, our colors were (laughs) pink and orange. So they didn't have pink or orange, but they had yellow. And I think that the yellow looked really well with the colors that we chose. So Mm -hmm. it was many had kind of a yellow dress and Mickey just wore a tuxedo. I think I remember that now. I I know I've seen photos of your wedding. I think yeah. I remember seeing that now. If you can share the Mickey and Minnie photos or like some of the other like super Disney things that were part of yes. your wedding, that would be we so wanna, cool. We want to show you that. off to our listeners. Yeah, I will send <laughs> yeah. you I will send you tons cool. of photos. Don't worry. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. Wait, so we didn't have a Disney wedding, so we will live vicariously through you. <laughs> yeah, we will. So now we're gonna get a little bit into the history side of it. Uh, and then we have lots more questions for you, Mindy, about Disney <laughs> fairy tale weddings that we want to pick your brain about. But kind of how Disney fairy tale weddings and honeymoons, that division of the Walt Disney Company, how that began. Uh, so the Disney fairy tale weddings and honeymoons division began in September of 
of 1991. So this year, it'll be celebrating its 30th anniversary. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And according to a Washington Post article, as of 2017, that was the latest statistic I could get. As of 2017, the division has held over 30,000 weddings globally. They average about 11 ceremonies per day. Wow. The demand began for weddings at Disney when Walt Disney World was building more lavish and grand hotels. Like, obviously, the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian, those are amazing hotels, and people approach hotels all the time to get married in their ballrooms. So they got these requests for years, and Disney did accommodate them. Like, you could book their ballrooms to have a wedding in, but, you know, you'd have to get all the outside vendors in. Like, you were just kind of booking Mm -hmm. the space. But because there were so much demand, Disney finally, in 1991, formally created a full-time Disney fairy tale weddings department solely dedicated to booking and organizing custom Disney weddings at Walt Disney World Resort hotels. I mean, it makes sense. Like, they were seeing this as a huge demand. Like, why not take all of the profit and... Or, you know, a bigger chunk of the profit and have your own set vendors and organize with them and make it customizable Disney magic. Yeah. This I thought was interesting. So think about the year it launched. It was near the end of uh, 1991. It was more full force in 1992. And apparently, you know, there were these requests to get married at Walt Disney World Resort hotels for years. But during that time period, the requests for weddings at Disney really were booming because apparently the smash hit Father of the Bride in general was influencing people to have more lavish weddings, which I thought was interesting. So like the combination of that with the smash hit romantic Disney classic Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. People (laughs) specifically were wanting Beauty and the Beast themed weddings. Of course. And also some Little Mermaid weddings because obviously it's still popular, but the combination of the father of the bride influence on the wedding industry mixed with people wanting a Beauty and the Beast themed wedding for Disney to put on for them. They were like, okay, we got to formally make this a thing. So I thought that was really (laughs) interesting. Uh, By 1992, the division had executed about 200 weddings in its first year. Obviously, you could see almost 30 years later, they've come a long way since then. So they had 200 in their first year. And then in 2017, the number of weddings they were doing in a year was about 4,000. Wow. So very, very big difference. That's a jump. Yeah. And so they were doing um, initially uh, weddings at the hotels and then Disney in July of 1995 added the Disney wedding pavilion at the banks of the Seven Seas Lagoon, which is adjacent to the Grand Floridian at Walt Disney World. And that was going to be a new dedicated space just for weddings on Disney property. You could get married elsewhere, but that was like a space built for the sole purpose of weddings. And the dedicated pavilion had the ability to seat up to 250 guests. And it recently-ish underwent a refurb in 2012 with new carpet, reupholstered pews, and stained glass windows. And I found some before and after photos on the Disney Parks blog. I'll have to share them in our stories because it's like, ooh, this is very early 90s. To This is nice <laughs> and bright and clean. Like the other one just looked very dark <laughs> 90s. Mindy, I'm sure you've probably seen the photos before. But to paint a better picture for those who maybe don't know what the Disney Wedding Pavilion is, well, I guess I just told you, but where it is. If you visited Walt Disney World, you've probably seen it. Maybe you just didn't know really what it was, but it kind of 
seems to blend in very well with the skyline of the Grand Floridian when you're on the boat transportation on the Seven Seas Lagoon. But it's a wedding chapel that it's on its own private island. You could get to it through a walkway between the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian. And from inside the pavilion, behind the altar, the view perfectly frames Cinderella Castle at Magic Kingdom. So its location is very purposeful to have that specific view. And there's also areas on the ground of the pavilion where wedding parties can take their photographs with a view of Magic Kingdom from across the Seven Seas Lagoon. Now, obviously, jump forward today, there's been lots of evolution of Disney weddings at Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World Resort, well past the addition of the Disney Wedding Pavilion. So I wanted to share a few locations uh, actually, the locations at Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort, you can have a Disney fairy tale wedding and honeymoon. I thought it was interesting. Some were obvious. Some I'm like, I didn't know people had weddings there. Um, <laughs> although it seems like, and Mindy, correct me if I'm wrong, because you know more about the booking process. But, you know, like there was that wedding or at least a reception recently in Dino Land USA and Animal Kingdom. So like these are the ones they offer. But it seems like you could try to push the boundaries and try to ask for pretty much any location. You might not get it, but it seems like you can ask for others, right? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, just because it's not listed on their website doesn't mean that they couldn't set up a wedding ceremony or reception there. You just have to ask and usually comes down to price. <laughs> if there's yeah. a location that's going to be a little more difficult to set up, then it might be a little pricier than a location that's already established for weddings. Yeah. And I mean, they do a great job because going back to, you know, that one, I think it was being shared around on Twitter. Maybe it was Disney Parks blog. That was that reception in Dino Land, USA. I know it's a very divided opinion on this, but I <laughs> am someone who does not like Dino Land, USA. It doesn't bring me joy. I don't like it. But I did think <laughs> that that reception was super cute and kitschy. And they turned an area that I normally am like, eh, I don't like this area into something very pretty. Okay, I have to see pictures. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're referring to. And I am not 100% certain that that was a wedding reception. It could have oh, been some other like type a, of event. A party. I thought it was a wedding. I'll have to look into it. But in any case, the events team, they do a great job of decorating. So these are the places you could get married at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And after I list them, I am just curious for funsies, which location <laughs> you guys would most likely want to get married at. And Mindy, aside from the one that you did get married. Right, right, right. <laughs> since, we, since you already did. Right. So Walt Disney World, you could get married at the American Adventure Rotunda at Epcot. Aerials at Disney Beach Club, Atlantic Dance Hall, Croquet Lawn, Seabreeze Point, or the Attic at Disney's Boardwalk Inn, the California Grill at the Contemporary, and basically all of the pavilions at the World Showcase, like Canada, Morocco, any of the pavilions, uh, the Casitas Courtyard, La Mesa Patio, Lantana, and Destino's Plaza at Coronado Springs, Citricos or Concha Key Marina at Grand Floridian, Crescent Cove, Shipwreck Beach, Wedding Gazebo at Yacht Club, Dizzy's Wedding Pavilion, which we just talked about, Hubgrass, and you can also do the GM Lounge, you know, General Motors Lounge <laughs> at Test Track at Epcot. If we're going to go on the Cars route, I'd rather do Cars Land, but. Uh, and then Harambe Street at Animal Kingdom, uh, the Living Seas Salon 
and Luau Beach or Luau Point, a Polynesian Magic Kingdom at nighttime, Pandora, World of Avatar, Sago Cay at Grand Floridian, Tamu Tamu Courtyard, the Tree of Life, Tower of Terror Courtyard, the Walt Disney World train station, and then pretty much all the hotels that have ballrooms you could get married in as well. Disneyland, you have the Adventure Lawn Gazebo, the Rose Court Garden at Disneyland Hotel where Mindy got married, Brisa Courtyard at Grand Californian Hotel, Disney Animation Building at California Adventure, Disneyland Hotel Ballroom, Grand Californian Hotel Ballroom, Parkview Terrace at Grand Californian, Disneyland Castle, Sleeping Beauty Pavilion at Disneyland Hotel, in front of Small World, aka the Small World Mall, Mm. if you guys didn't know that that area was called the Small World Mall. (laughs) stage 17 which is basically like the animation building but without the beautiful television screens that show animation so (laughs) it's basically just a spot used to sell merch now that still has the who wants to be a millionaire play it sign inside you could get married there so yeah take your pick mindy you go first i have to think (laughs) (laughs) well I already thought about this, so I'll go first so you guys have time to think. Okay. But um, I feel like I'd choose the animation building at Disney's California Adventure that, you know, is such a magical, magical spot. And I think for Disney World, I would choose, I'd go classic and do the wedding pavilion, or I would do Pandora. Mm-hmm. I think for me, so... At Disneyland, Holly Madison actually got married, had her ceremony at Blue Bayou Restaurant. And she, as far as I know, was the only couple to do that. And so the photos are beautiful. So I would choose that for my ceremony spot. And then for the reception, I would want it to be in front of the castle and extended into Fantasy Fair. And mm. I would want all of the Fantasyland rides open <laughs> so guests Aww. can go on them. That right now, so you can cute. have a ride mix in. Um, it's usually just one ride, but, it, you know, you have to have deep pockets in order to have more than one ride open. Mm-hmm. So oh my gosh. that would if be my I, dream. If I were to do Pandora, can you imagine how like cool the concept and the pictures would be if I have like a giant wedding dress and I'm like, let's fling this wedding dress over the side of the flight of passage <laughs> simulator. And like me, and I just would love the imagery of a bride and groom riding flight of passage. That sounds fun. <laughs> or taking a nap on the Navi river journey. Oh yeah. Sure. I actually love that ride, but I do you too. know, it's very soothing. Not related at all. Sorry to go on a tangent, but I just saw at Disney stores here in Southern California, they have Navi River Journey and Pandora World of Avatar face masks. Oh, Oh, that's fun. Interesting. Anyway, they didn't have my size or I would have got it. All right, Melanie, your turn. Okay, I have to pick multiple things because I can never decide on one thing. (laughs) So for like a vow renewal or an anniversary party, if Price is no, you yeah, know, this is just a fantasy. doesn't factor in. I would definitely want to do something in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle because it's just, I love the yeah. castle. It's just so close to my heart and I would just love something like that. And then a reception either at Blue Bayou or in the animation building. Like you said, I love yeah. the animation building. It's so cool. And then at Walt Disney World, the wedding pavilion sounds amazing with the view of Cinderella Castle, but I would also be very interested in doing a Pandora wedding. That yeah. would be super cool. I'm not into the movie Avatar. Me neither. When I we went to Disney land. World, 
Yeah, when we went to Disney World, I was like, Pandora's amazing. I yeah, very it. pretty. Yeah, yes. it's beautiful and weird, and I like it. So, Melanie, <laughs> I know you're going to cover Disney weddings outside of Disneyland and Walt Disney World, but before we move on, I was just curious, Mindy, in terms of Disneyland and Walt Disney World weddings, like in the weddings you've seen or blogged about or in Facebook groups that you've seen, has there been anything, has there been any location that surprised you that was able to be done or any like additions to a wedding where you're like wow I can't believe they were able to do that or that's one of the most unique things I've ever seen I was just curious if there's anything that stood out to you you know maybe at first when I first started blogging about Disney weddings but now I'm just like okay they can do anything (laughs) like you really can ask (laughs) you really can ask for anything one thing that I thought was really fun is uh, my friends Hope and Mike They had their wedding and you have the option of coming in in a beautiful crystal coach like Cinderella's Mm -hmm. carriage. Yeah. Pulled by a horse and it's very regal and it's very fantasy. And she wanted to do some kind of special entrance, but she didn't want it to be the crystal coach because she's just not really a Cinderella girl. So she asked her planner if the Main Street fire engine was available And the planner said, you know, no one has asked that before. Let me find out. And sure enough, they got it approved for her. So she she made her entrance in the the Main Street fire engine and they got to take some photos in it after the ceremony. So I thought that was really special. That's great. I love that. That is really really cool. And it's cool that it's like, I mean, obviously they've changed it out for newer models, but it's cool that it's, uh, you know, at least... There's been a fire truck there since opening day, so it kind of feels very Walt and original mm-hmm. Disney's. So I yeah. love that. Disney sure. is uh, the Disney fairy tale weddings department. They definitely want to make your dream come true and they will do everything that they can to fulfill all requests. It, you know, if it's if it's physically able to be done, they will try to do it for you. Gosh, cool. I really got to get on Garrett about that vow renewal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just so, just in case anyone is wondering, they do offer vow renewals. They treat it the exact same as their weddings. So you can definitely have a vow renewal with a full ceremony and a full reception. You can make it as fancy or as casual as you want to. And vow renewals are very popular on Disney properties because a lot of people, you know, when they get married young, they don't have a lot of money. Um, or they have to have a certain type of wedding to, you know, like in a church to please family. And then a yeah. few years later, they decide that they want to have the wedding that they always dreamed of and involve <laughs> their kids and their families. And so, yeah, we see a lot of vow renewals at the Disney properties. Yes, very that's cool. what I need. Because like, you know, our wedding was very small and nice, but, you know, it was like what we could afford at the time. And I'm like, I still can't afford a Disney wedding, but it's something to save up to. Yeah, I, I wouldn't change, like, my wedding was super casual in a park, and but it was very romantic. I loved it. I wouldn't change anything, but, uh, you know, it would be super fun to have another ceremony to, like, celebrate a big anniversary, like, 15th or 20th, you know? That would be super cool. Yeah. Your wedding was beautiful. I got to go to oh, Melody's thanks. wedding. Oh. <laughs> So now that Jess has covered the origin of Disney fairy tale weddings and weddings that have happened in the Disney parks, at least in the U.S., I'm moving on to additions to the Disney wedding offerings, which include the Disney Cruise Line and Aulani Resort and Spa in Hawaii. Now, I 
was having trouble finding information about this. So Mindy, if you know something, feel free to jump in. I couldn't find an origin date for when they started offering Disney Cruise Line weddings and weddings at Alani. So Justin and I were talking about it. We assumed that since I couldn't find anything about it, maybe they just started offering weddings in those locations. Yeah, right away. I don't know if there was any sort of lag time or... But we're assuming that they started doing weddings in those locations. Yeah. Since those were after 1991 that yeah. they both opened. So that was our assumption yeah. based on we couldn't find any other information about when they started. Yeah, I couldn't really find any information as well. I would say for mm-hmm. Disney Cruise Lines, I would be surprised if they started exactly when those first sailing started in 1995. Right. It was probably a few years down the line before they established a department for Disney Cruise Lines. But I know that by the time we started looking into our Disney wedding in 2010, that mm-hmm. they were definitely doing weddings by then. Um, with Alani, yeah. I feel like since that was more recent and Hawaii and is Hawaii. already a popular wedding <laughs> yeah. destination, I'm guessing that they started doing weddings pretty quickly there. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking too. Like it wouldn't make sense to be like right away, but I would assume like pretty soon and after. And with Disney Cruises, I think for a long time again, maybe not right when they open, but for a long time they'd done very small ceremonies because mm-hmm. you know, you're you're on a cruise a week or longer and so I think like the mentality was always just like it's a small wedding if you're on yeah. a cruise. Like now they're, you know, obviously could do very lavish Disney cruises um, and they do do them. But I, I feel like that's newer. The more lavish ones, I feel like they're always smaller and more intimate yeah. to begin with. Yeah. So I'll give a bit of context for that. So the Disney Cruise Line first set sail on July 30th, 1998 with the Disney Magic Ship. The company then added the Disney Wonder in 1999, the Disney Dream in 2012, and the Disney Fantasy. Uh, I think the Disney Dream was 2011. Oh, sorry. I think I wrote the wrong year. And then the Disney Fantasy in 2012. A new ship called the Disney Witch, not Disney Witch, Oh, Wish. That'd be weird. Wish. The Disney Wish is currently scheduled to debut in 2022, though that may change depending on how the pandemic affects ocean travel. So the Disney Cruise Line offers several wedding options, and I saw articles saying that this was a pretty good choice for couples looking to have a more budget-friendly Disney wedding that didn't necessarily need as much customization, you know, could be a little more just about the ceremony itself and the family and friends being there. So that's what it seemed like. It was better for that aspect. And anyone looking to see an example of more of a kind of lavish, very cool Disney Cruise wedding should check out our friend Colette's Little Mermaid themed wedding, where Jessica was actually the officiant. And there were several articles about the wedding. So we'll link an article. Yeah, in our I show think notes. there's a pop sugar one or maybe yeah. Disney style, but we'll link it. I think it was both. Yeah, Yeah. it was very cool. But their wedding was really amazing. But you know, you can go down to kind of a, a smaller, even just family, a small number of guests on a Disney cruise line. So if you're looking to wed on a Disney cruise ship, you can choose between four onboard ceremony locations, both indoors and outdoors, and two locations at Castaway Cay, which is Disney's private island in the Bahamas. Services include a wedding coordinator, flowers, music, and a post-ceremony reception with a variety of menu options. And you can just do a cake and champagne toast afterward, or you can do a full meal. So they give you a lot of options there. Just in case you're going to mention again, it's just tiny. It's Castaway Key. Even though it's spelled K, it's pronounced Key. 
It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you for it's letting not a me big, know. It's not a big deal. I just, if you were going to say it a bunch more, I just thought I would tell you now. So you, thank you. you. Um, you might yeah. not be. It's Castaway Key. <laughs> it's Castaway Key. Thank you, Jess. You're I'm going to leave that in so uh, so that we know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Dizzy Cruise Junkie over here. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been on one, so. Yeah, Mindy, what it, do you think it's a it's a good option for people looking for maybe a more budget friendly? Yeah, well, I just want to point out that both Walt Disney World and Disneyland do offer smaller packages. So if you mm-hmm. are doing more of an elopement with just a couple guests, they can definitely accommodate you. But for Disney cool. Cruise Lines, yeah, it's definitely good for a smaller, more laid back option. Uh, I have featured a few Disney Cruise Line weddings on my website. And the thing that they uh, always point out is just how kind of casual and all the guests are having fun. And it's very Mm -hmm. laid back. You're right, there's only a certain uh, there's packages you can choose from there's maybe four or five bouquet styles you can choose from um, just a couple menus that you can choose from. So they really make it very easy for you to plan Mm -hmm. your wedding aboard uh, the Disney Cruise Line or at Castle. Yeah, that's what it seemed like to me, like a very um, an option that kind of takes a lot off your plate. Like, yes, it's just very more a lot more easy to plan. And it's nice that the guests are all there and don't have to worry about like getting to. Yeah. Yeah, And also, it seems like no matter where you're having your uh, wedding ceremony, you have a view of the ocean. So that's always (laughs) win 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 win. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So next, we're moving on to Alani Resort and Spa on the island of Oahu in Hawaii. The resort opened on August 29th, 2011. And again, we're assuming they started offering wedding services uh, shortly after that. And Alani offers a staggering 13 different venues for weddings, both indoors and outdoors, including... I didn't- even realize I've been to Alani and I don't even know where they have 13. I know yes. it's not that <laughs> big. So when spots. you think about it, it's like, yeah. wow, there's so many different 13? spots. But don't forget yeah. that that's ceremonies and receptions. That's true. Yeah, I I looked at their list and I was counting up all the different areas and that's the number I came to. But it includes ballrooms, a courtyard, pools, lawns, and the beach. So they have a lot of different little pockets where they can have a small ceremony or a large one. So it kind of depends on the setting. But I was like, wow, that is a lot of different settings to offer. Yeah. And again, they they offer all the usual things that come with a Disney wedding, like a coordinator and flowers and things. But I liked that they had um, some local touches, like local flowers, lays that you can wear during the ceremony, and Hawaiian or Polynesian-themed entertainment. So that seemed like a really nice... Yeah. A really nice local touch to your wedding. Maybe I want to. Maybe I'll change to do my vow renewal there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you need a few, Jess. Can I have uh, Duffy and Shelly May and Olu at my? <laughs> Probably. That would be amazing. I bet you can. Olu just got added as an atmosphere character. They have had <laughs> Duffy and Shelly May, but now we got Olu too. Maybe he oh my can do my vow renewal. Yeah, if I did one there, I'd have to have Duffy and Shelly May for sure. When I visited Alani a few years back, uh, I remember my husband and I were laying on lounge chairs near the Ama Ama restaurant, Mm -hmm. and they started setting up for a wedding. There's a little spot right outside the restaurant that overlooks the ocean that's kind of, they have lounge chairs there normally, but they started clearing them out and started setting up for a wedding, and I had never been so excited in my life. Ah! 
<laughs> I was like, I have to lay here until this wedding happens. So I literally yes. stayed in that lounge chair like another five hours <laughs> so I could watch the wedding happening. And it was it was really cool. They do a really good job. I love That's that. Right. I think I know what you're talking about. When I went to Alani, uh, there was a D23 member event that I went to. And I think it was in that same spot right outside yeah i'm sure they use it it's not just weddings you know all of these places where they have weddings typically Mm -hmm. can be used for other events like i've known people who plan birthday parties anniversary parties you know all kinds of conferences so all these same areas can be used for those purposes as well I need mm-hmm. to get started on planning all the parties for post-pandemic. I'm like, let me start saving and planning now. All right, I'm going to have the most lavish birthday in 2022. I know. And- I really wanted to have a big 40th birthday party at Disneyland, and we decided to go to Paris instead. So I was like, well, maybe next year. And then the pandemic happened. I was like, <laughs> all right, maybe for 45, I'll have a yeah, big party exactly. at Disneyland in one of the ballrooms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or we can all go on a Disney cruise together. We'll figure oh, something out. Oh, that would be fun. I know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. As long yeah. as there's um, <laughs> as long as we can have characters at our party, because that's yeah. really essential to me. Yeah. I, so, sorry, sorry, listeners. I know we're just now talk party planning for ourselves. I hope you're enjoying it. <laughs> I mean, they they understand. They if they've understand. listened before, they get it. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to wedding gowns. Um. <laughs> So again, from what I could find, the first Disney bridal collaboration that I saw online was a line of Disney fairy tale wedding gowns designed by Kirstie Kelly, which debuted in 2007. The collection eventually grew to include jewelry, flower girl dresses, and bridesmaids dresses. So Mindy, do you know of anything earlier than that? Any collaborations earlier than 2007? I don't. That's the earliest yeah. one that I knew about. And when I okay, got cool. engaged, the Kirstie Kelly line is what was out. But then after I became engaged, Alfred Angelo picked up the collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I'm moving on to next. So after that, Disney moved on to collaborate with Bridal Design House Alfred Angelo in 2010. And Alfred Angelo Bridal was founded in 1933. And it's based in Florida and was one of the largest bridal gown manufacturers in the world before unexpectedly filing for bankruptcy and closing its stores in 2017. But the Disney collections were very pretty. They included dresses for brides, bridesmaids and flower girls all inspired by disney princesses and their stories they also offered customized fairy tale wedding invitations and i had trouble figuring out how many collections they released in total but it looked like they released at least one per year in the fall until the company went bankrupt but there's good news for brides looking for disney inspired dresses because on valentine's day last year disney announced the new disney fairy tale weddings collection inspired by disney princess characters of course the collection is a collaboration with allure bridal and includes 16 styles and a variety of silhouettes in sizes 0 to 30 and prices for the main collection range from 1200 to 2500 dollars and prices for the platinum collection start at 3500 and go up to 10000 The collection includes princess-worthy dresses inspired by Cinderella, Belle, Ariel, Tiana, Jasmine, Snow White, 
Aurora, Rapunzel, and Pocahontas. The main collection can be purchased at Allure Bridal Stores, and the Platinum Collection is available exclusively at Kleinfeld Stores. And even though my favorite princesses are Snow White and Belle, my favorite dresses from this collection are the ones inspired by Cinderella because of the beaded and crystal details at the top and the cinched waist and then the layers and layers of tulle <laughs> from the waist down. I just love tulle skirts. They remind me of ballerina costumes, and I love how they twirl. So romantic. <laughs> my favorite, again, she's not my favorite princess, but I think my favorite is the Snow White one. We'll, we'll share oh, photos yeah. of these on our Instagram, Cartoons to Castles, so you guys aren't going, like, what does it look like? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, there were, from the Alfred Angelo one, there was a Snow White one that was like, it was cinched at the waist and, you know, kind of went out toward the bottom, but it was covered in little tiny flowers. So I was like, it's so pretty. Oh, I love it. <laughs> So, do you have anything to add about the fairy tale wedding gowns, Mindy, that, that you know about or any trivia that you know? It's cool if you don't. We just want to make sure we consult yeah. you about each topic because you know more <laughs> We than do. Us. We have to. You're the expert. <laughs> so, I don't necessarily have anything to add except that I did try on in 2011. I went to Alfred Angelo and tried on a few of their Disney dresses and they were very pretty. Um, my favorite mm -hmm. was the Tiana from that year, the Tiana gown. Um, it just kind of had this big poofy bubble type uh, skirt and it was so fun to wear, but ultimately none of them really felt like me. So yeah. I didn't, I didn't get a Disney dress, but I always see, uh, you know, brides in my Facebook groups or who submit to my blog to share, um, in their, their Disney inspired gowns. And they're always just mm -hmm. so, so beautiful. And, uh, it was heartbreaking when Alfred Angelo went bankrupt and so yes. many brides were just left in the cold with no oh, dress. No. It was I heartbreaking. Yeah. Cause they, yes. they shut their doors like overnight. Um, <laughs> and so it was very stressful for a lot of brides to get new dresses. And the loss of the Disney line was obviously a little bit heartbreaking. So I'm yeah. glad that Allure Bridal you know, picked it back up. And hopefully we'll see a new line from them every year going forward. Yeah, that would be awesome. And I, I did consult your blog. I checked out... Um, you know, to see if you had anything about the, the closure. And yes, you had a blog post about the Alfred Angelo closure. <laughs> so anyone looking for more information about weddings, <laughs> Mindy's blog is an amazing source. So I try yeah. to stay updated. Yeah, <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> All right. So next, I am talking about a very important change and one that's close to our hearts that Disney made to its fairy tale weddings program almost 14 years ago, and that is ceremonies for same-sex couples. In a Reuters article from April 5th, 2007, it was reported that the Walt Disney Company had changed its policy to allow same-sex couples to participate in the fairy tale weddings program at Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and the Disney Cruise Line. Uh, Alani was not open at that time. So up until then, Disney had allowed LGBTQ couples to organize their own weddings and commitment ceremonies in rented meeting rooms at the resort, but they had not allow them to purchase the fairy tale wedding package, nor could they hold their event at locations at the parks that were set aside specifically for weddings. So when they made this policy change, Disney Parks and Resorts spokesman Don Waker said, we are updating our fairy tale wedding guidelines to include commitment ceremonies. This is consistent with our policy of creating a welcoming, respectful, and inclusive environment for all of our guests. He also said that the change was prompted by, quote, an inquiry from a guest that asked about this service. I'm 
I'm not sure what inquiry that would have been or if they got some bad press or something that made them reconsider changing the policy, but I'm really glad that they did. Did you have something to say, Jess? No, I just, I was, just what you were saying, it's just so weird that they only allowed same-sex couples to do meeting rooms, but not, again, it's just, why didn't they always allow it? And what was the inquiry that prompted the change? It's just I'm wondering about the inquiry, but I do have some context that may help with that. And I think it's around the legal status of same-sex marriages. I think that is part of what this was. So in addition to commitment ceremonies and rented spaces, Disney had also allowed LGBTQ couples to take part in its vow renewals program, but excluded them from buying wedding packages by requiring a valid marriage license from California or Florida, which did not permit or recognize same-sex marriages at the time. So as a history reminder, so we can have some context for this, California legalized gay marriage on June 16th, 2008. However, marriage licenses for same-sex couples stopped being issued from November 5th, 2008 through June 27th, 2013 due to the passage of Prop 8, a constitutional amendment that barred them from occurring. Existing same-sex marriages continue to be valid. So in 2013, the Supreme Court declined to hear the appeal of Hollingsworth versus Perry, which reinstated the trial court ruling in validating Prop 8. So same-sex marriages were able to resume on June 28, 2013. Florida legalized same-sex marriages a couple of years later on January 6, 2015, and then on June 26, 2015, the Supreme Court ruled that all states must issue marriage licenses to same-sex couples and recognize those marriages validly performed in other jurisdictions. So I would love to actually quote Mindy's blog, if you don't mind, Mindy. Um, (laughs) This was in a post about this topic, which was updated in 2017, Mindy wrote, over the last couple of years, Disney's fairy tale weddings has become even more accommodating for same-sex couples. They now have customized planning forms for bridegroom or gender neutral. And instead of the standard set of pre-wedding gifts, same-sex couples should receive the gifts that correspond to their gender. For example, two bouquet charms for bride-bride couples and two sets of color stays for groom-groom couples. So I thought that was really cool that they've been changing with the times. And yeah, Mindy, did you have any additional information about that? Yeah, just to say that they started these commitment ceremonies with the Disney Weddings Department in 2007, which really feels like it was a little too late Mm -hmm. with gay marriage just becoming legal the next year in California. However, you know, at the same time, they were kind of ahead of the curve for most of the country. So I give them props for that. I wish it had started a little sooner. Yes. However, you know, everyone has to come into this in their own time, I guess. But yeah, kudos to Disney for kind of being ahead of the curve with that. Yeah, Yeah, because I understand like they can't issue a marriage license if it's not legal, but they don't issue the marriage license. They just are a place where they're Mm -hmm. holding the ceremony. So they even when it wasn't legal, across the country, you would have hoped that they still did. But I do see that the Disney Weddings Instagram, I haven't looked at it in a while. So I don't know how up to date this is. But at least when I did notice it a lot in my feed, I feel like they very much so feature same sex couples who get married at Disney just as much as couples that aren't the same sex. So I feel like they do really 
feature them like this is all that we offer and it's all you know, the same thing that we offer on their social media. So it seems like in their social media game that they're making it very clear that they're welcoming of all relationships. Yeah. And their website got revamped a couple years ago, the DisneyWeddings.com website, and they included a lot more diversity in the photos that they shared. So even though they have been doing it since 2007 in marketing and in social media, it took them a while to kind of get up to speed. And now in the year 2021, um, it's a little, (laughs) it's a little better. It's a little more even, but yes, everyone should know that Disney is is very welcoming of all couples. Yes. Um, and course. I also, I, you know, because I haven't booked a Disney wedding, so I haven't seen any of the forms, but Mindy, like from your blog, I thought that was really cool that it's not just like, oh, bride, bride, groom, groom. Like, I like that you can mm-hmm. also identify as gender neutral on the forms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is a recent change that I feel maybe came a little too late, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that's just my opinion. I'm sure that, you know, they got enough complaints at some point that yeah. they were like, oh, okay. And it's not, uh, there's a lot of red tape that goes into these things. So I'm sure the planners probably complained when couples complained and it took a while to get changed. But now it is very inclusive. And, you know, people like you have blogs and groups that talk about these things. And those, and you know, that kind of feedback when people bring up that this is a problem, Mm -hmm. it may take a while, but, you know, it works to create. (laughs) <laughs> to create change. I know I'm talking about <laughs> Disney, but it's a big deal, you know. It it's is. It is. And it's people of the same gender or gender neutral, just, you know, not cisgendered who want to get married should be able to have their Disney dreams Disney come magic true, yeah. just like straight couples. <laughs> yeah, it's good that their forms are more inclusive now. Yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure. All right. So, moving on to the Fairy Tale Weddings TV show. So the first show about Disney weddings was the 90-minute Disney's Fairytale Wedding special that was broadcast on Freeform on May 7th, 2017. It was hosted by Ben Higgins and Lauren Bushnell of The Bachelor, who sadly called off their engagement that same month. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I just Awkward. tell you? Yes, um, tell us. <laughs> they had, oh and this God. is something that was talked about in all the groups on social media, they had mm-hmm. zero chemistry. I know. Wasn't it weird? I watched that special and I was like, what? They were like right? robots. <laughs> That was like the talk of the community when that was released. Like, oh, this is a great show. I'm happy to see this weddings. But who, like, who are these people? They don't even, they barely like each other. So when they broke up like two months later, we were like, oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. (laughs) I thought maybe at the time I was like, well, you know, they're not entertainers. Like they're not actors or singers dancers or something. Like maybe that's it. But, you (laughs) know, that. That sort of adds an extra layer for it sure. It was so weird. So sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to talk <laughs> no, about that because no. I remember it so vividly. I also have something to add, but I'll wait till you're done that you reminded me of. Are you sure? Do you want to say oh, it now? Oh, okay, I could, I could do it now. It's uh, Okay. So when I was researching the Disney Weddings Pavilion, <laughs> I saw that it was featured when it first opened in 1995. Um, in the mm-hmm. fall of that year, it was featured in a Lifetime Channel special called I believe weddings of a lifetime Mm -hmm. and I went to see if I could find it on YouTube because you know how I love finding weird old 90s and 80s Disney footage on YouTube it's always a treasure trove of weirdness (laughs) um and I found the clip 
about the Disney Weddings Pavilion and the audio was really bad. So I was like, I'm not going to play it here. But I will just say it was very awkward and weird and didn't feel <laughs> like a Disney magical special because it, it was all very fuzzy and had weird mm-hmm. like editing like things in 1995 did and looked. But they were talking about how they met because they both loved Disney and they were both going to meet each other. Like, I, I can't, I, I missed the I, first part. I don't know if a friend was trying to set them up. I don't know how they mm-hmm. knew of each other, but they were meeting for a blind date at Disney. And the okay. guy just, like, he was doing a talking head and he was just like, I saw her. They were like reenacting it. They were reenacting it with like actors as they were narrating. So it was like so weird. It was such a weird special. And so like we're seeing the reenactment kind of hazy in the background behind Mm -hmm. his talking head. He's like, I just saw her get off the monorail and I thought I'm attracted (laughs) to blondes. That's so weird. I'm attracted to blondes. That's such a generic comment to make about your date. I'm just like, what is this special about the Disney Weddings Pavilion on Lifetime? Anyway, that was what I wanted to interject. Okay, well, there was a better special that aired on, on December 11th, 2017. It was the hour-long special Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings Holiday Magic, which aired on Freeform, and it included a preview and announcement of the upcoming TV series. And this time it was hosted by Allison Holker and Stephen Boss, otherwise known as Twitch, from So You Think You Can Dance. They had already been married for four years and are legit entertainers, so they were a more solid <laughs> much, choice, I think. Much better. Previous host. A major they, upgrade. You know, they call each other babe too much, but that's really my only complaint. <laughs> <laughs> so they were also set to host the TV series. So season one of Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings premiered on Freeform on June 11th, 2018, and the show gives a behind-the-scenes look at couples planning official Disney fairy tale weddings. Each episode also usually includes a proposal, vow renewal, or an anniversary celebration planned by Disney, and there were six episodes in the first season. Locations featured on the show include Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Lines, Aulani, and even some non-Disney settings that are stops on some of the Adventures by Disney tours. Ooh. Yeah. I know. I I haven't watched all of the episodes yet, but I'm going to be binging that later today. So season two (laughs) moved from Freeform to Disney Plus and premiered on Valentine's Day 2020, followed by seven more episodes over the following months. One episode even spotlighted the very first wedding to ever be held in Pandora, the world of Avatar, which had opened I need to watch three years that episode, earlier. That's yeah, you could get ideas, <laughs> which had opened three years earlier in 2017. And you can stream all of the episodes and both specials on Disney Plus. Not to sound like it's an ad, but you know, they are available to watch. <laughs> And that is uh, the end of my segment. So, so yeah. you said it aired in February of 2020. I think we all know what then happened <laughs> in March of 2020. You know... Uh, what? You what? Might, what happened? <laughs> everything I have no everything idea. came crashing down. <laughs> just Disneyland a little closed. pandemic is all. Um, yeah. Just a little pandemic. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so... <laughs> Not to make light of the pandemic, but, no. you know, it, I just... We laugh so it, we it, don't Mark, cry. Exactly. exactly. Uh, so <laughs> Disney weddings, you know, they were at the top of their game. 4,000 weddings a year in 2017. Mm-hmm. I saw they still did 
do some Disney weddings at Walt Disney World. And also, I know they did some at Olani. I'm sure way less. But Mindy, like, I feel like you're talking more closely with Disney brides on Facebook and through your blog and yes. covering the latest of what's going on. Can you kind of paint us a picture of what happened to Disney fairy tale weddings during 2020? Sure. Well, obviously, it was really stressful, a really stressful time, a really sad time for people who had weddings planned in 2020. And, you know, it started out with things will be closed for a couple weeks, and then it got extended, and then everything was closed for a couple months, and then people got furloughed. So it was stressful for sure. And I really, my heart goes out to everyone who had a wedding planned with Disney for last year and, you know, was stuck in a really tough position. So I will say that as far as Walt Disney World goes, they reopened in July 2020. And they did not start doing weddings again until October of Mm -hmm. 2020. And the reason was is because they wanted to make sure that they came up with a really solid safety plan. Obviously, there's risk involved with people gathering together, and they wanted to make sure that they could minimize the risk as much as possible while still holding weddings. Mm -hmm. So right now, Walt Disney World is still doing weddings. They have limited guest counts. uh, So, you know, the occupancy, like you mentioned, the wedding pavilion had an occupancy of like 250 people. So that has been reduced. I think it's 25% capacity. So you can't have whatever your venue was, you have to meet that uh, requirement for capacity. Guests have to wear face masks, except when they're sitting and eating. You cannot sit with people outside of your household at the reception. You know, we talked earlier about Mickey and Minnie visiting your reception. They still have that, but they kind of stand far away. And uh, yeah, and wave to guests. So you can't get a photo, you know, of them right next to you at this time. They actually issued a PDF of their restrictions, which I received, but it's not necessarily public viewing. But I can Mm -hmm. confirm that they're taking it very, very seriously, which, you know, makes me happy to see. As far as Disneyland goes, of course, Disneyland is still closed, which means that weddings are not happening. And I suspect that when Disneyland does reopen, they will not resume their weddings right away. They're going to have to bring that staff back off of furlough, get everything up and running again. And it may be a couple months after they reopen before we start seeing weddings at that location. Right. Yeah. Mm, And I I was just curious because I had seen some photos of brides and grooms wearing face masks. Are brides and grooms required to wear face masks as well during the ceremony? Uh, no, actually, okay. the couple is allowed to take their face masks off for the ceremony, and they can take some photos uh, with guests very briefly without masks on. However, if they're moving from one location to the other, so if they're moving from their ceremony spot to their reception spot, everyone does have to have their masks on. But they can, gotcha. um, you know, while they're doing the cake cutting, or if they want to make a toast, they don't have to be wearing their masks. But otherwise, guests do have to be wearing their masks at all times. Gotcha. I was just curious about that. I was like, I'm sure the preference for the couple is different. But I'm just like, I'm sure that probably during the ceremony, they probably don't. Yeah, them. I'm sure the guests, yes. But I was just curious about that. The one thing that was really concerning is because with Disney weddings, you can do an add on photo shoot 
of yourselves at uh, either Cinderella's castle or Sleeping Beauty castle early in the morning before the park opens to guests. It's an extra charge, but many right. couples do this. And the one thing that I remember everyone being concerned about was would you have to wear your face masks for your castle photos? Because you don't want people to be like, well, I saw these photos of someone not wearing a mask. Why that do I was the mask, issue. Because initially yeah. Disney said, you know, if you're in the park as a guest, you have to be wearing a mask. And so the optics wouldn't look very good, like you said, Jess, if, you mm-hmm. know, there's photos of people at the castle. But they ultimately agreed that since there's no one else around, it's literally just you and your photographer. And you Got can it. very easily stay six feet away from your photographer during the right. photo shoot. So they said, you have to put them on moving from location to location, but you can take them off for the photos. So that was a Got relief it. for a lot of couples. I know Lonnie's doing them, right? Yes. I think they reopened in October. And they picked back up on their weddings right away. Yeah. With the same sort of restrictions. Any sort of, like, from trends you've... I say trends you've seen in the past, but I know this is unlike anything any of us have gone through. But do you think there's going to be anything that's going to permanently change about Disney weddings from all of this? Or do you think just once things are safer, it'll just kind of be business as usual? I think it will go back to business as usual eventually. I don't know how long that will take. I think that we won't see buffets for a while. I know. (laughs) I wish I knew too. I wish I had all the answers. (laughs) I don't think we'll see buffets for a while. Oh, at weddings, yeah. I think it will be plated only. Or maybe they'll have buffets, but someone serves the plate for you. I think that we may, it may be a while before we get to hug Mickey and Minnie again, just in general. Mm -hmm. So that would affect weddings as well. But I think once that herd immunity jumps up, thanks to the vaccines, uh, I think they'll start to loosen these restrictions. Um, I think the first thing to be reduced will be the occupancy limits. But it may be a while before people are okay with crowding a dance floor or, you know, holding yeah. hands and singing Don't Stop Believing um, like with, short with people that they don't know. So I like, like I look back like a few years ago, I've been a guest at many Disney weddings and I'm very grateful. But the amount of times I've held someone's sweaty hand while singing either Don't Stop Believing or Sweet yes. Caroline, like yes. these popular wedding songs. And I look back now and I'm just like, oh, why, why did yeah. I do that? Why did I think that was OK? As Melanie mentioned, I w- <laughs> I officiated a Disney wedding for a friend of mine who got married on Disney Cruise Line. And there was I don't know how many guests there were. There was a lot of us. But me and all my friends, we were all hanging out and crowded bars on Disney Cruise every day on a cruise ship. Yeah, and like, here, here, take <laughs> yeah. a sip of my drink, see if you like this, and you can get your <laughs> yep. own. Like, yep. what? So, so I don't think how, how we'll... How did we do that? <laughs> well, how did that even happen? Um, I think, but, you know, kidding aside, I think that it's going to take a while for just us as human beings to work off the trauma yeah. of this past year. So, 100%. Yeah. And not to have made this episode turn to a sad note, talk about the pandemic, but I just thought it's a very big turning point in Disney fairy tale wedding yes. history. So, it's real life and it's affecting weddings. And, yeah. you know, I just want to point out like it's um, the couples, it's obviously very sad for the couples, but there's also the wedding vendors in, who work in mm-hmm. the wedding industry who relied on weddings happening at places. Places like the Disneyland Resort, who, you know, are now having to take out loans and file for grants and things like that. So it's tough all around for the wedding industry. And I want everything to reopen quickly, but also safely in the most yeah. safe manner yeah. as possible. So we're in a 
a wait and see right now. So I'm hoping that maybe by fall or early 2022, we'll see things start to get back to normal. Also, before we finish our topic about Disney fairy tale weddings, I asked our Patreon subscribers and for a quick little plug, for those who don't know, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cartoons to castles. You get a bonus episode that's normally pretty long because we have a lot to talk about for $3 a month. Um, but I asked our patrons if they had any questions that they were curious about, about Disney fairy tale weddings. I don't know if there are any, but something that someone wa- wanted me to ask you, Mindy, is are there any Disney wedding common rumors or urban legends like rumors of like you could do this or oh you can't do that or mis- common misconceptions i don't know if there are any but i thought that was an interesting question sure uh so one thing that comes to mind as we were talking about this castle photo shoot that you can do and this is something that disney fairy tale weddings promotes heavily on their social media channels and it's a common misconception that this photo shoot is included with your wedding package mm-hmm. and as i said earlier it's not there's an extra mm-hmm. fee for it it's not uh, something that automatically happens when you have a wedding on disney property um so that is one misconception the other thing that i hear all all the time from people is, uh, you know, we want to get married at a Disney property, but our families think that it's going to be silly or childish or not taken seriously. And, um, you know, that makes me really sad because a lot of people don't understand that Disney, uh, Walt Disney World and Disneyland can be these happy places for adults, too, without it being cartoonish or childish. Um, So I always encourage people when they uh, express this, I'm like, here, you know, show them, show them the Disney Weddings website or show them some of the weddings that I've shared on my website. You know, they look like real weddings. Yeah. And Disney takes the ceremony very seriously. You know, for example, you can have Mickey and Minnie show up at your reception, but you can't have them at your ceremony. They do (laughs) consider the ceremony to be a more sacred event. So the ceremonies are very serious. That's not to mean you can't have a little fun with your vows and and things like that. But Mm -hmm. the ceremonies are serious. And then the receptions are tend to be where, you know, Mickey and Minnie show up or you can have themed centerpieces and you can dance your first dance to Beauty and the Beast theme, you know, whatever. So they do take it very seriously. So I would say that that's probably another misconception that non-Disney fans have about weddings at Disney. Yeah, and that's a good idea to show them previous weddings because, you know, when you're a Disney fan, if something's Disney-inspired, you could pick up on that pretty quickly. But if a non-Disney fan saw a Disney wedding ceremony, they probably wouldn't even realize it's Disney-inspired because normally it's little things like the colors or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, things like that that they probably wouldn't even notice. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's ways to make your wedding, you know, themed after a certain movie by just incorporating certain colors or um, silhouettes of a dancing prince and princess or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen I've seen everything from no Disney at all in the theming to going all out with Mickey and Minnie faces everywhere. And it really <laughs> is just about what the couple wants to do. The Disney wedding planners are very excited to help you plan whatever theme, whatever you want your wedding to look like. I just thought of one more maybe misconception, which is that, you know, Disney weddings cost an exorbitant, extreme, exorbitant. How do how do you say that word? Exorbitant, exorbitant I think. Exor- yeah. Exorbitant. <laughs> 
an exorbitant amount amount of money. Um, But that's not true. Uh, If you look at the Disney Weddings website, I'm hesitant to say prices here because they're going to change over time. But if you Mm -hmm. go to the Disney Weddings website, you can look at prices for all of the different locations and you can see the starting prices. And you could have a very beautiful uh, wedding at Disneyland or Walt Disney World for around $5,000 for around 10 guests or so. It doesn't have to be outrageous. Um, Of course, the weddings that are take place in the theme park in front of the castle after the park closes for the day that's obviously going to be in the six figures and yeah. out of out of range for a lot of people but you can have a wedding on Disney property for a lower amount of money I just want people to know that well you inspired me Mindy after I spoke with you because I had no idea you could do it that cheap I was like maybe I can have a vow renewal there someday yeah. I didn't realize this so yeah you've taught me things <laughs> good I'm glad and then the other question we had was celebrities who have had Disney fairy tell weddings i found mm. a few of uh, anyone else knows of any other feel free to chime in now there's i won't cover engagements because there's been so many celebrities right. who have mm-hmm. uh gotten engaged there but specifically married most recently um actually in on november 21st 2020 jordan fisher and ellie woods had a ceremony at magic kingdom in front of cinderella castle they had a masked social distance wedding and you know they wanted it to be short and sweet and not mingle with a lot of people because for safety reasons so they had a first dance with the two of them and did a cake cutting then they drove off in a vintage car down main street to jordan fisher's happily ever after a song he himself recorded for magic kingdom park so very (laughs) meta also that was the picture i saw that made me ask the question mindy because there was a a photo uh, from people magazine of their wedding and they were at Cinderella Castle wearing uh, masks. So I was just curious if for the photos now you have to, just because I saw that. But I'm sure it was because, like, you know, um, Jordan Fisher is a celebrity with a huge fan base that's uh, on the younger side, and he probably wanted to set a good example. Like, I figured that's probably it. I'm sure they could have, but I think it's smart that on a big publication, he, you know. I actually, the first photo I saw from their wedding was on one of the Disney Weddings accounts, and it uh-huh. was a photo of them without masks on. And I actually... Oh, interesting. I cringed a little inside because I was just like, all right, this is going to cause a lot of emails to go into the Disney wedding department to yeah. ask why uh, they can be in the park without masks. That's interesting. But they can't, so. I only saw the masked one on people. I wonder if maybe they were like, use this from now on. If there yeah, was maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but um, and then in 2013, Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon had a vow renewal at Disneyland. And uh, as Mindy mentioned, Holly Madison, um, if you follow her on TikTok, you could see she's a ginormous Disney fan. Uh, She got married um, outside the Pirates of the Caribbean entrance in 2013. And you said had her reception at Blue Bayou. Her ceremony at Blue Bayou. Oh, her ceremony at Blue Bayou. Her reception was outside in that area kind of near. I flipped it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, okay. uh, hers was fun because uh, they had her DJ was on Tom Sawyer, well, Pirate Island, Tom Sawyer's Island. So it was kind of like across from where all the guests were and they had these big flashing lights and everything. So I thought that was pretty unique. 
But yeah, her wedding looked like a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah. So those are some celebrity weddings at Disney. Mindy, do you want to go ahead? And first off, I want to say thank you so much for taking your time on a Sunday. We record on Sundays to uh, chat with us. Um, This was such a fun topic to talk with you about. And I did. I've never heard details about your wedding. So that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to let our listeners know where they can find you or any uh, current projects that you want to share about sure okay get ready because i have a few to list yeah Um, right (laughs) first of all on instagram you can find me at fairy tale mindy or you can find my disney weddings account which is at we love disney weddings i run that account it's all user generated content and then over on facebook you can find my facebook groups The first is Weddings at Disneyland, which is specifically for Disneyland California couples. And then Disney Brides Discussion Club is for anyone planning a Disney wedding, whether it's Disney themed at home or any of the Disney locations. And um, I think that's it. And your podcast. Yeah, your podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I realized I didn't mention my website, but you already mentioned (laughs) it, which is This this Fairy Tale Life. Life. Yeah, thisfairytalelife.com. And then my podcast is called Influencer Education. I teach ethical influencer marketing strategies for bloggers and content creators. Whether you're someone who's just starting a blog or a social media account, or you've been doing it for a while, like she has some great factual information about um, just how all those things work and algorithms and disclosure. So it's a very helpful resource. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. for sure. And if you want to find me, um, I'm the healthy (laughs) mouse on Instagram and healthy underscore mouse on Twitter. And I am keep quirky on Instagram and keep quirky OC on Twitter. And if you want to find our podcast, you can find us at cartoons to castles on Instagram, cartoons castles on twitter and you can email us at cartoons to castles at gmail.com and as jessica mentioned we also have a patreon at patreon.com slash cartoons to castles well thank you mindy yeah thank you, thank you so this much so fun. thanks for listening till next time keep, keep dreaming, dreaming.